Alright everybody, welcome back to what is this? Season three? Uh episode yes, two. Starting it off. Uh ap- actually episode one. Oh yeah. Of the new year. This is yours truly, Anthony. Lead off man himself. Uncle Tachi to some. To my right I have Ichabon Holmes, Fat Kid, Ideal Hunter. I go to my right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to our first episode of the new year. Season um, three, right? Season three, yeah. We've been doing it for about, I don't even know. I have to go look at the uh, the internet thing and see what. We might have to auto-renew it again. I'll, I'll, I'll look at get, it. I'm getting a charge like per month instead of per year. Okay. So I'll have to go. And Whatever that is, uh, just let us know. Then we can uh, send the money over your way. <clears throat> Holy shit, that sounded terrible. But uh, yeah, so to start off the new year, uh, I got the dad and I, this is Anthony, got the dad and I some tickets to Green Bay, Wisconsin. We went to go see the Packers play against the Lions. Wasn't the result we wanted, but the overall scene was, uh, you know, if you're a diehard fan, it was what you expected. The craziness, how much was going on. We went, uh, I guess, January 8th and they, it was freezing. I'll uh, say that it was cold. Shoot, I bet it was cold with that cold. It was I cold. I heard saying no joke. But uh, yeah, the, all the Packers had to do was win that game, and they got into the playoffs. And ultimately, they lost twenty to sixteen to the Lions, who uh, really isn't a bad football team. They, uh, thanks to Dan Campbell and uh, those guys, they they're they're going to be solid. I feel like uh, unless they figure out, I mean, do they bring back Jared Goff or what do they do? Well, I think he's turned off because um, I think he's turned around how he did last and uh, last year this year. Because I see Jamal, what's his name Jamal Williams? Yeah, he, he broke a record of most touchdowns. Yeah, he broke Barry Sanders' record for seventeen, eighteen, I believe. Yeah, he scored seventeen uh, on the season to uh, break that record. And then our guy uh, Nissen uh, became third Packers history. Uh, Fortnite catches 1,009 yards. He made all pro. Yeah, deservingly so. The guy, uh, when, when once he started uh, taking over kicks from Amari Rodgers, the, like the special teams just completely made a complete 360. The way we were, the field positions we had, the um, just where we were at on the field, honestly, just field position, it just comes down to that. Keyshawn Nixon was able to get us down the field and you know he was a, a weapon on that special teams on that return team so it was good you know i'm glad that he's there hopefully i think is he in a contract here or are they going to bring him back uh he's not they're not sure is this probably no contract just yet well i hope they bring him back and then it comes down to the saga of uh aaron Rodgers. Do, do you guys want aaron Rodgers back i mean does he walk what do you okay so as a fan point of view and uh, from our mindset you know, does he walk away from fifty-eight, roughly around sixty million in total, or does he ask for a trade? Does he retire? Does he come back? What do we do with Jordan Love? They said that uh, something that if Rodgers comes back, they think that Jordan Love might force his way out of Green Bay, and if they do that, then 
uh, Green Bay has to ride with Rodgers, and then they're going to have to draft a quarterback in the whole rebuild um, after Rodgers retires is going to be a lot worse than what it's going to be now. I mean, if you think Aaron Rodgers, you think he'll retire, I'll uh, get paid and retire. It's just fifty-eight point seven million dollars. Can he get paid, or is he have to play for money? No, I think that if he retires, he just leave, he walks away from that money. So, and then I know Green Bay would be left with a uh, with a uh, a certain amount of dead cap space that they can, I guess, spread out through the years. So it won't hit too bad. But um, if he comes, obviously, if he comes back, then you know he gets that roster bonus, which is like fifty something million, and then. His annual salary is like two million dollars, but all that, all that guaranteed money is just—it's a—it's a signing bonus. It's—it's it's a roster bonus. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, would you guys want him back, or do you go ahead and just roll the dice on Jordan Love to see what you get out of him? Because I, they said if they pick up Jordan's Love, Jordan Love's—I think fourth year or fifth year option on his rookie contract—he is going to be making twenty million dollars to be a backup. Potentially, if Rodgers comes back, so I mean, I, I can I I I get your love more chance. I get more chance how you did a couple of years ago. Um, I said I'm gonna get more chance how he play. So if Rodgers retire, I'm gonna get your love come in, be our quarterback for future. And it's it's weird to say, you know, you don't want to turn your back on 12, but it's just kind of like, you know, we've had 16, 17 years of 12, and it's just kind of like, you know, do I mean, we all know the inevitable is coming, and nobody plays forever. But it's just kind of like, do you, do you want him to retire so he doesn't go and play for somebody else? Or do you want him to come back one more year, considering the pieces that we have on offense – if these guys can make a jump from year one to year two, and then you already know what you have on the defense. If those guys can cut out, you know, the mental mistakes and they make their jumps from year one to year two and then year three to year four. Because I know Amos and Darnell Savage had terrible year this year. They had terrible years. Super, or a terrible year this year. And super was, Alexander did what he did, but it's just like, you know, Douglas kind of, I mean, I guess in his first full season, kind of he was kind of quiet. He made some plays here and there. Yeah, he did. He we lost states. Eric Stokes. We lost Rashawn Gary. We were so injury riddled, it was crazy. So if you can get those couple of pieces back, and then Amos can play how he played when he first came to us a couple years ago, and then you know the Darnell Savage. If Darnell Savage can play like he did his rookie year, I mean, you know the pieces are there. The defense is there. It's just a matter of if Joe. I mean, and even with Joe Barry. He got the guys straightened out towards the end when we went on that hot little run of, what, four games yeah. in a row? And ultimately, it's just, you know, it came down to the offense. We – the play calling was just kind of – it was kind of weird to run, you know, seeing the, seeing the game when we ran that fourth and one, that end around, that jet sweep to Alan Lazard. It's kind of like you have Aaron Jones, you got A.J. Dillon, you got Aaron Rodgers, you have – Christian Watson, you have any, but you have any of those four guys, five guys to get that one yard, but you chose a six, five, 230 pound receiver who doesn't really have a lot of great speed. No. And they stuffed him in the backfield and they end up kicking that field goal, um, that drive. So it's just like, you know, if the weapon, we have the weapons, it's just a matter of if, you know, do we hand the reins over to somebody else or does, does Rogers, does Rogers come back and, 
try to make another run. Christian, what do you think? Um, honestly, I just really don't care about American football in the, in the same sense that y'all do. Fantasy football is what keeps me in it. The Packers deservedly uh, deserve to lose that game against the Lions. The entire front or front office, from the top to bottom, is just a, just they don't know what they're doing. They should have traded away Aaron Rodgers in the summer. Aaron Rodgers is washed. If anybody watches that season and think that Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers at his uh, at his worst is better than better love, then they need to have their head examined and. Not even the end. I mean, in terms of the end around, it doesn't even matter with all those playmakers. Uh, you hamper your playbook because you don't want your 39, 38-year-old quarterback to do a quarterback sneak right up the middle. That's literally all you had to do. You don't have to do anything fancy with anybody else. You just get your quarterback, and you fourth and one it. You QB sneak it in there, and then you're good because everyone in the National Football League seems to do that on fourth and one, and the Packers don't seem to have that in their playbook. Um, it's weird because like somewhere in the second half we were on another fourth and one, and then we decided to do a QB sneak and we got it. It was just kind of crazy. Uh, if you're if you don't plan on using Jordan Love, then you could have used him as a fourth and one. Who cares if they know what's coming? Uh, you just need a yard, and if you don't want your quarterback to get beaten up, you can just use your backup. Uh, I'd like to not see Aaron Rodgers at the Packers anymore. I don't care um how much money he's owed. I don't think he's played for his contract. Uh, everyone can keep throwing around MVPs and all this shenanigans, but at the end of the day, if players are playing for individual awards, then they need to change it from the uh, National Football League to the National uh, Individual League, and they can just play for individual awards because at the end of the day, MVP is basically just a participation trophy that you said that you did a, you had a great year that season. Uh, if you're not playing for the Super Bowl final MVP, then your MVP during the season shouldn't even matter anyways because I'm sure you had a great year. I'm not trying to discredit anybody's individual uh, accolades, but – uh, Packers fans are so weird. Uh, I hate going into the subreddit because everyone keeps talking about um, Rodgers got his three MVPs and a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter about MVPs. MVPs don't do anything. I can't say uh, at the end of the year when it's all said and done with and they play the Super Bowl, like, hey, my team won it, won it all. No, uh, people hang on to the fact that an individual won an MVP, and to me that's just kind of fucking insane. Uh, it's really crazy. I uh, just – I don't know. I don't know how, how Packer fans can cope with the fact that Maybe Aaron Rodgers was the was the problem for the twelve years that he was, or no, since twelve years since that last Super Bowl. Um, I mean, when he won that Super Bowl, he had one of the best defenses the Packers have ever put together. Uh, the receivers there were some of the best receivers in the league, and he he can only get one with them. And ever since then, we've been trying to build and uh, accommodate Aaron Rodgers. And to an extent, I think Matt Lafleur. I mean, he I'm sure he's a great coach, but it definitely looks like he's afraid of Aaron Rodgers and he looks like he's been neutered or he neutered his playbook to Aaron Rodgers liking. So I'd like to see Aaron Rodgers gone. I'd like to see uh, love at the helm and I'd love to see Matt LaFleur's actual playbook instead of whatever Aaron Rodgers decides to do when he wants to do it. Because yeah, 12 ain't it. 12 ain't it no more. Uh, he has to go. And uh, if we're holding on to it, then I mean, it's just like, if you watch the Packers, you can see a lot of similarities between the Packers and Liverpool because Liverpool uh, hasn't invested any money into their squad. You can say, oh, they signed Darwin Nunez for 85 mil plus add-ons, this and that, this and that. But there was one season where we won the Champions League. We finished top of the table, and we ended up signing two players for free. It was like Sepp Vandenberg for like 5 mil, and then we signed Adrian that summer, who was like a free transfer. So we haven't invested uh, our time into our squad, and if you watch any Premier League games, you can definitely see that anybody and everybody is going to outrun us yeah, uh, in the midfield. That. We're getting overran in the midfield. Our squad is old, and there's a lot of sentimental value there, and it's the same thing with 12. Like We're just keeping him because he he's led us for so many seasons. It's it's just time to move on. Time 
time will keep moving. It, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, case in point, Rodgers. Case in point, Tom Brady. The future is now, and if we don't embrace the future, then we're going to be stuck in, in a weird uh, time bubble where we're trying to constantly fix holes as they approach instead of just uh, ripping it all apart and just fixing it all then. Man, he went on a little tangent. I like that, dude. That was like, yeah, that's, that's perfect. You know, and I mean, there's really nothing to piggyback off of on that because, you know, nail in the head on that one. Uh, it's just, yeah, and I totally agree with everything you said. And it was cool to see him play, but it's just kind of like, yeah, you, you got to move on now. Because yeah. on that fucking that interception to end the game, yeah, you can I, see I, Alan Lazard streaking across the middle. And the the DB was at least like two yards behind him. I mean, it would have been a contested catch, but Alan Lazard is a big body, and he would have obviously tried to bring the. I mean, he has a better chance of catching that instead of doing whatever the fuck twelve did on that play, uh, just lining it up and chunking it down the field and getting picked off. Like, and then I saw you I know, know, and there's another one, and it was kind of one of those that this year you really saw that Rogers wasn't in his mental headspace, as in. He was missing open throws. He was missing open receivers. He didn't. He uh, that one that he threw to Christian Watson on the sideline, or the one he threw to Alan Lazard on the sideline, on that streak. You had Robert Tanyan going the same way. You had Christian Watson going the same way, and uh, then you had Aaron Jones who you could have threw the check down to. And it's just kind of I saw an aerial picture of it um, when Rodgers had that space. He had two open receivers. He could have hit Watson on the streak right there. Yeah, and I then saw that. You had Bobby going across the middle, kind of it like at an field. angle. <clears throat> and then Jones was off, heading off to the sideline on a, on a flat, you know, out of the backfield, out of a shotgun. And, you know, he missed it. And there's a lot of throws that you've seen this year. He, you think, man, why, why didn't he throw it across the middle? Why didn't he check it down? And he just threw the bitch downfield. And then I saw one when, uh, you know, because thankfully we were second row, right, at the stadium. So I didn't really get a good vantage. Uh, we didn't have a real – we had a good view, but – it had been nice to have been up a little more. There was an instance where Rodgers took off on the Green Bay Packer goal line, and he over, he threw it behind the receiver, right? And I saw the replay and the aerial view that you guys have. He could have ran that bad boy in. Yeah, but instead, he, I, he, he, could, yeah. he threw it he behind the receiver, and it was like – He not sell himself anymore. For yeah, and that's what – He can't fight himself but when, but, but when I was at the game, when I was watching the game, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, there's no way he can make it. And then I saw the replays, and I saw you know different angles. It was like, holy fuck. He could have ran that bitch in if he wanted. And then we went, you know, that would have added on to the lead or, uh, you know, yeah, it would, it would have added on to the lead that we, we had already. And it's just, I don't know, mentally he's just not there. No. And, you know, and and I get what you're saying about the Reddit, the subreddit, uh, subreddit and all that. And I see people on Twitter defending him. You know, everyone has their own right to choose what they want to do, but it's just kind of like, you know, the dick riders out there that are like, oh, we got to give Rodgers this, we got to give Rodgers that, we got to do this, we got to do that. We've been doing that for 12 years. Yeah. If you're, if, if it doesn't matter, and I guess, you know, to, you know, my own saying, oh, we got to get him a first-round pick, we got to do this, we got to do that, right? Well, if you're a great quarterback, you'll make other people great around you. And... It's just kind of like you see him, and it's just like, man, you know, what could have been if he, if he would have had this, or he would have done this, or he would have saw this person open across the middle, you know? And it's you know, you have the individuals out there that well, he <clears throat> he got us the MVPs, and it's just like uh, it's, that doesn't do anything for anybody, man. That's just an individual award. That's not, you know, when Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl, I say, hey, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. Oh well, my my quarterback got four MVPs. 
Well, my yeah. quarterback has seven Super Bowls, and it's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, the people that defend him like that, you know, those are like you said, those are weird. It's, For me, it's crazy because in the just, Super Bowl and those MVP that last MVP season he had, uh, I can almost guarantee you that you'd never seen MVP uh, winner go into a playoff game at home and not throw a touchdown, not throw for over uh, 300 yards. Uh, it's just, it was just insane to see. Like, the stats are great, and if you're a statistics guy, that's great. You know, look at your sheets. Uh, I'm glad the game is played on the sheets because uh, when it's played in real time and you're watching the game, you can see what we see and you can see how terrible uh, he looks in a certain in certain instances. And it's just kind of crazy, like, when it's finally put, I, I just I don't know. When I see Aaron Rodgers and I think about pressure, I just know that he's never going to deliver under that under that pressure time. He no. just I don't think he has that killer instinct. I don't think he ever had that killer instinct. And uh, now that it's coming to an end, like I'm glad I got to see him play, but I I'm tired of seeing him play. I'm at the point where I want to see something new. I don't care if Jordan Love uh, is the next uh, Deshaun Kaiser. At least I got to see something other than twelve. Yeah, and I'm happy to see the future, and I'm happy to yeah live in the future, and I want to see the future. I don't want to keep holding on to a relic of the past, and his time has come, and his time has gone. Uh, the AFC, the oldest quarterback in the AFC right now in playoffs is Patrick Mahomes at 27, and that's what the league is looking at. Yeah, Young that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Isn't that wild? When yeah. you really think about that, that he's the oldest one at 27. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. dog. And and you know. In the and NFC, who do we have? We have Tom Brady playing, and he's like 43. Yeah, we got Tom. Tom's out there. and then uh, In the AFC. In the NFC. I don't know who else is going to be out there. I don't know. You have Dak Prescott going against the uh, – or Doc, you have Dak going against Tom, and then you have um, obviously Geno Smith versus the uh, the Niners. And they, oh, Niners those were a couple. I mean, Geno Smith is a little bit – he's not like crazy old, but he's also not like – He's like what, 31? Yeah, 32? I mean, see, I mean, it's like – Kind of in his prime. The younger QBs are, are taking the reins and they're running the organizations now. I mean, it's yeah. time to just to move on. And then, but I mean, okay, so let's say we trade him. Who, I mean, they said that some of his trade destination would, would be the Raiders. Jets. I would say the Raiders. The Raiders, because Las Vegas is kind of close to Cali, yeah. isn't it? And they can reunite yeah, Devontae and Aaron Rodgers, and they're in pretty much close to Cali, like you're saying. Because, you know, it's crazy, and, you know, and I've been doing a lot of uh, reading on the Packers, like, uh, uh, app and Twitter. Brian Gutekunst came out and said that, you know, oh, we love... We love Jordan Love, and he could start right now, but we're committed to 12, and it's just like, that's just, that's a morale killer, dude. Like, yeah, that's just how it's just that's like, it's hey, just you know what? the top that doesn't know what he's doing. And, 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 that's, and that's what's shitty about <clears throat> both organizations, about Liverpool and uh, Green Bay, is that they won't spend the money. No, no they they're, they're And they're going to hold on to old stuff when, you know, and what's, okay, so what's nice about having uh, teams like that is they're going to be loyal to you. But at some point, it's like we can't keep being loyal to the same person yeah. over and over no. and over. It's again. just like loyalty doesn't win you games. No, and if anything, it's gotten you an eight and nine season. It's gotten you knocked out of the champ- NFC Championship games two years in a row. It's um, is- it's just uh, it's just accepting accepting in a way, I guess, mediocrity. Yeah, I mean, you just have to embrace yeah. it. You have to go into the unknowing with your arms wide open because if you go into the unknowing with uh, uh, timid and scared, then yeah, it's gonna it's gonna happen to you fast. It's gonna come to you fast, and everything that happens afterwards is gonna be your your undoing because you're scared to embrace the unknowing. Like you have to go but, uh, to at some point. All of us in our lives, we're gonna have to embrace a, a decision where it's gonna be uncomfortable, where it has to be uh, something that we don't want to do. 
but we all get, we're all eventually going to have to do it. And yeah. that's the what the Packers have to come to realize is <laughs> maybe we maybe like you said, maybe we have a Patrick Mahomes and Jordan Love, or maybe we have a Deshaun Kaiser. Maybe we have something in between. Ma- 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 but we're never going to know oh, if man. we keep going this route. And I'll tell you this, and uh, you know, we'll let Hunter talk, but being in Green Bay, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what's up with my throat. Being in Green Bay, I was telling Dad on the car ride back to Milwaukee after the game, it's kind of like when you're there, there's only about a hundred and like a little over a hundred thousand people. And then you think about it, it's like who really wants to come to Green Bay, Wisconsin? Because we were there that night and it was fucking cold, like freezing, bro. Right? It's a different cold than here. Here, you, it could be in the twenties, and it's like, all right, you know, it's not bad. That one was like. Felt like my toes were going to fall off. I couldn't feel them. I couldn't feel my fingertips, my face. My, it, was just, it was different, dude. And then it's like you get Odell Beckham and you really think about it. Like, Do you really think Odell Beckham wants to go to Green Bay in January? Do you really think that anybody wants to leave Los Angeles, Vegas, Dallas, New York, Miami oh, the to states. go up north to play at a stadium that's not a dome that's fucking cold? No. Nobody wants to do that. If you're getting paid the right money, then yeah, oh yeah, you'll do it. But it's just kind of like Aaron Rodgers had hidden it back. Oh well, it's Lambo, it's historic Lambo. It's it's the frozen tundra, yada yada yada. And it's like, well, your bones, you you look like you stiffened up that night. Yeah, and you look like you you are stiff. And in, in games previous in the NFC Championship, you're telling me Joe Mixon can throw a touchdown, but Aaron Rodgers can't throw a touchdown at home. Yeah. How did the 49ers, a Bay team, <clears throat> go to Green Bay and beat Green Bay? And when Green Bay practices in that weather, they live in that motherfucking weather. And they you, can't win? How do you lose I that game? Honestly, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers Nobody wants to go to Green Bay, and that's what's terrible about, our, about being there. As I could see people going to Green Bay, bro, but it's about we really got to change the stadium, and we really got to go to a dome. Because look what Chicago's doing. Did you see what the Bears are doing? They're going to a dome? Yeah, they're building a dome. Minnesota oh, yeah. went to a dome. The, 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 the you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, if but I think the, the I think the whole thing is is like, yeah, we kind of want it to be open because we want to have home field advantage, and uh, we don't have we haven't had home field advantage in a, a long time just because it's it comes down to the twelve man. Like, twelve just doesn't look like he has the ability to clutch it anymore. And and like I said earlier, like I literally think that Matt Lafleur has neutered his playbook to tailor to twelve yeah, liking, agree. like. I think if Matt LaFleur was able to actually open up his playbook and do the, some of the things that he wanted to do, like we'd be okay. But I think it, there's a limitation there with Rogers' ability. And uh, to piggyback off what you're saying, like I, it's hard to get people to come here, one, because of the cold and where it's at, you know. But uh, when you look around the league, like why would you go play with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay when you can go to Buffalo and play with Josh Allen, a young QB who likes to – Throw the rock. You go play with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you can go play with Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Joe Tua. Burrow. Like Tua. Tua. Like they have these young QBs in the league. And, and Joe if Burrow. I'm like getting up there in age and I want to chase a ring, then yeah, I want to go play with somebody that I think has a good chance. And I think that's what it really comes down to. I think if you look at the Packers and you look at the, what we're doing here and look at Aaron Rodgers, you're like, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but his time's up, man. Father time has come for him. Father time comes for us all. And uh, you, you look know, at what's going on in, in, in uh, Tampa Bay, and it's coming for Tom, too. And you know what's crazy is, like, they talk about Rodgers being clutch. 
I mean, he, he, uh, I mean, he used to be not no more. He he is to an extent, but it's like he's not what he used to be anymore. No, he give up. You know, you know, you know what you're gonna get out of Tom Brady, yeah. regardless of motherfucking age. That dude at 43 broke his own record. La- so he set a record last year for the most completions, right? Right. He broke that motherfucker this year with like 400 something completions. Yeah, he did. At 43, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like Brady is playing at that high level. But then again, though, Brady left Foxborough, right? Went to Tampa, warm weather. And he looks, he looks good. He looks different. Now, am I making excuses for weather or what? I mean, because it's just like, what happened? You know, what happened? He, he did what he could with what he had. But how come Tom Brady's able to do more with what he had? You know? Does it come down to quarterback play? Does it come back? Does it come back to coaching? Is it is it is it Matt Lafleur's fault? Is it whose fault is it that we're not able to win these close games like this? But possibly about Mango Four, because he how he make a plays like during games like first half season we've been struggle second half season, and if we like like I said y'all saying we go four and one, we should done it, and if we go run the ball, if our guys can't. Being struggled down months, and so I think it's probably in to be a mat. And, and this is what, and I'm sorry to cut you off on her, but then this is what I was thinking about the other day. Is like if you look at the if you look at the Vikings versus the Lions game, and the tell of the two. This is what you're paying. What's he making this year? Forty million, thirty-eight million. Who? Aaron Rodgers. I did he say? I think he made. Well, this year his base salary was only like one point two million. That's so it. yeah, because they, everything comes down to roster bonus. Everything's roster bonus. The signing bonus, roster bonus. They they gave him a really high roster bonus. So like yeah. he made like fifty something million this year, but it's all roster it was all guaranteed yeah. money. It's just okay, because so yeah. what he made this year was like fifty mil, say fifty mil, right? This is in the game against the Vikings in a must win game. Aaron Rodgers was fifteen of twenty four for one hundred and fifty nine yards and a touchdown. But the difference is the Packers win 17-41. to 41. The thing is, is Aaron Rodgers has the – he now has the inability to lead the team to a victory. Everything has to be spit, has to be spot on, picture perfect for you guys to get the win. Because that if that defense doesn't show up that game and it comes down to a shootout between Rodgers and Cousins, we lose that game. But our special yeah. teams had a return for a touchdown. They had like three and interceptions. Defense. They were playing absolutely balls to the wall. And I and that's just where we're at now. Like Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't. He just has the inability to effectively lead your team. No, I, I just say we come from how how Rodgers played that game because he played his lines. I know he finished what one touchdown, one pick that his lines. I don't understand. It's like, um, yeah, he went one touchdown, one, one interception yeah. for two hundred five yards. Like he threw only like. Forty something more yards in the defeat at home. Like he just, he just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, I agree, man. And I just I don't, don't know. know. Just, as yeah, an organization, you got to move on. You got to move on. And as much as I and it, my love for football started when I got knocked out of the playoffs in fantasy football. So then I started really paying attention mm-hmm. to Green Bay because, and then I was like, oh fuck, it's Rodgers. Like I don't want him to retire. I don't want this. I don't want that. And, you know, I, he's the greatest quarterback of Packers history. Like, you know, we could do another run, and then you see him, and then you lose, and it's just kind of like you go back and watch the replays, and you're like, damn, he's about to, he's, he's not what he used to be anymore. Like, no, 
He missed he missed a lot of reads. He's missed a lot of throws. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is that and I, and this is something you said, Christian, is that you can tell he's lost it because he's not overthrowing receivers anymore. Uh-uh. He's underthrowing. Yeah. That's that's the majority. By a lot. That was the majority of those interceptions were underthrows. He, he did. The like, arm strength's not there. Yeah. And it's just like and you can tell when he's throwing the ball too, when I see him throw it deep, he throws it weird. Like he it's like uh, by motion. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, he, it was just a flick of the wrist for him. Now it's like he has to give everything just to get it downfield. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not the same. Shorter. You remember how he would come across his body and, like, he would throw it and he would, like, jump throw it? You know, yeah. he would do that jump and it looks smooth. And now it's just like Different. it's not It's not there. No, no. You know? And I, it's just, I mean, it's unfortunate. But, yeah, man. And the whole Joe Barry thing. Like, I wish we'd get a whole different different uh, defensive coordinator. Go get somebody else just because – uh, Joe Barry isn't he? Isn't it either? Because there's a bunch of fourth and one or fourth and two situations, and we're playing like six yards off the off the line. Yeah, uh, that, to focus up because our the defensive the the def- defense we run is like a nickel package. So if we're playing six seven yards off the ball, that means we can walk the safeties down to help for the run, but that doesn't help anything. Like we got to get a, a better defensive coordinator. We got to do a whole lot of things in Green Bay. And the other thing that I want to talk about is like Texas Tech uh, Red Raiders. Uh, men's basketball, man. It's just Eesh. we're 0-5 now in yeah. Big 12 play, and it's just like I don't know if it's because we're young or if it's because um, Mark Adams is the issue, but it's just like we are mediocre, and our team shouldn't be that mediocre. I think they had us finishing, like, obviously in the bottom half of the conference, but I don't think they had us finishing dead last in the conference, and that's where we're projected to end up. Yeah, it's supposed to be because, like I said, it was a, I don't know it was a team. I think it's our team. I think it's like young, young kids, like young kids. Because uh, we, we got Fairdog come out yesterday. He got 14, 14, 15, yeah, 14, 15 points yesterday. I think, uh, I don't know what's going on with Bad Joe. He just, he looked lost for the last two or three games. He looks lost. Like, he's so, like, confusing. Uh, so anyway, come here. I think Virgil have a chance to be a starter for I guess Tuesday against Baylor. The Baylor's on one for four. Or they they used to be in rank. Well, we used to be ranked too. Us and Baylor are not good. Cause I watched the watch game yesterday. I watched the whole game yesterday. I'm so proud how first half we did good. First half, second half we fought apart. I talked to Dad yesterday. Is it like? He says that we're like so confused about our our guys so confused about not making plays and take up on the whole foul stuff, buddy. I mean, like it's not about Coach Alex. I think it's like team overall will bounce back, get out, so get together on the last five games in a row. But I'm pretty sure Tuesday is gonna be changed. Like winning that game against Baylor at home on you know, Tuesday, Tuesday night. You think we're gonna beat Baylor? Uh, I mean, absolutely not. I, I mean, we we play we're playing teams close, bro. Yeah, it's just yeah. you can tell we're definitely young. Yeah, we're we young are kids. inexperienced. And then the 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 experienced players of uh, Harmon of Kevin O'Banner, they're I, not stepping up. No, no. it's the, it's just the, like like I said, I don't know. Oh, what it is, but like, if you watch us, we don't move the ball effectively at all. We just try to go one-on-one a whole bunch, and we just get absolutely just destroyed uh, when it comes to trying to create some type of offense because last night we're up 12. Uh, Texas cuts it to about three. 
and you just knew that we were going to lose the game because every time we got the ball down on our side of the uh, of the 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 uh, what is it the court we were just it just couldn't move the ball man you just know when we move the ball it's going to be a fucking turnover and it's just that's just I, how we play I and don't that's know just what it is. and it's experience it's experience it boils down to experience you you have players that are stepping up as in a freshman at, at, at Pop Isaacs and then you have players like Davion Harmon um Bacho who are disappearing Kevin O'Banner who will disappear and what's crazy is like it's like when Pop Isaac steps up and drops twenty, nobody else can score. No, he he's and it's like that. He's the only offense. But you got these experienced players who are just disappearing. Bacho, I think Bacho had zero points and he fouled out. Yeah, way early, like in the middle of the second half. And it's just like that motherfucker was on a tear, bro. Like he was averaging a double double going against JV teams, and it was like, okay, well he's he's building momentum, he's building confidence, and then the conference play started, and it's like. He's he just he's just asleep. He's just a body out there on the court who's just fouling people, and then you get uh, a big amount of minutes from Fardoz, and you're like, okay, yeah. Fardoz isn't bad, yeah, but the books. motherfucker can't dribble because he got the ball stolen away from him. He's so big. He's just so he's just he's big and he's just clumsy. Yeah, he you know. Yeah, I just I wish we I don't know I don't know if it's just like uh, what are we zero five. Yeah. I, I just kind of oh. wish we'd l- maybe look this offseason at a head coach because I honestly don't think Mark Adams is it. Would you? Uh, you know, I don't. They'd, they'd, is, they'd never take that too. Chris Beard. I would take Shaka Smart. And see, yeah, wasn't and Shaka Smart his guy? Uh, uh, Carr wasn't that Shaka Smart's guy? Marcus Carr from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that was yeah, his guy. That yeah. guy's a stud, man. So he knows how to uh, find find these guys. Yeah, and, and I don't know where Shaka. at. I don't know where Shock is at. Shock, he went to the uh, Marquette. Oh, okay. But, yeah, man, Tech's 0-5. Green Bay's knocked out. Uh, Liverpool got their asses handed, uh, handed to them by Brighton, Hovalbian. Um You got that card. Shock is smart. He's oh, for Marquette now. Okay, how's Marquette doing? I'm about to look right now. Derek it, Carr's getting traded, potentially released by the Raiders. And then got, oh, did you uh, want to go into how that whole the whole thing happened? Oh, Marquette. Marquette is fourteen and four, and they're ranked twenty five. Oh shit! So maybe he is the answer. Yeah, he just I mean, couldn't handle it at Texas, I guess. Well, there's he, too much. There's too much pressure at Texas, and there's too many boosters with their hands in the pot at Texas. Yeah. Yeah, and you know Chris Beard over there biting his old they're, lady and shit. They're, they're being <laughs> number twelve, Xavier. Right now. Right now, forty-two to thirty-eight, first first quarter. Oh wow. Well, first half. Shout out to Shaka. Maybe you know and. Uh, yeah, maybe Adams isn't it. Maybe we need to go get somebody that is. Uh, we need a young coach, man. That's what it comes down to. These old coaches, they can't. They don't have the uh, adaptation that these young no. guys got. Because I mean, Chris Beard. I mean, he wasn't that old, but he wasn't that young. But I mean, obviously, uh, he revolutionized 21, the, how we play basketball at Texas Tech University in terms of defense and stuff. We wouldn't score sixty, but we wouldn't let you score sixty either. So. Yeah, very true. <laughs> now we're giving up 80 points a game. Yeah, we're giving up 80, and we're losing uh, by five, damn near 40 to yeah, Iowa can't State. can't score 50. But, I mean, okay, and that's what's crazy. We talk about that, but is that because we had success in football now? So now is football going to be successful? Oh, I think so. Joe McGuire. And then basketball is going to fall off? or I mean, it shouldn't You can't really off, have all three, right? They got to go oh, get well, a baseball. coach. That's what it comes it's down coming to. Soon, they have to go find a coach. It comes down to finding that guy. So who? So you don't think Adams is the guy? No, I think he's a good stop gate. But okay. we don't. We he's clearly like. Well, but, if you're up twelve away, 
I mean, obviously it's hard, but you're up twelve. You're up double digits. And we've going had in. we've had leads going into the half and just get get blown yeah. out in the second part. It's, you knew with Beard if we were down, oh, we're a second half yeah. team. Yeah, we're coming. Now back. it's not it's not that anymore. Oh, He's a good stopgate. And were you and then were you going to talk about was it you Christian or Hunter about Derek Carr and you're like you want to get into that after this? Okay, so check it. So to show you how scummy the National Football League is, uh, Derek Carr. Uh, his head coach gets fired uh, in the like the very beginning of the season, like what a season ago, two seasons ago, last year, last year. Uh, Johnny Rue gets fired. Some remarks come out. You know, he had sent some racist emails. You know, the whole shebang. But the, wasn't that a long time ago, though? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. crazy. Like people, are, you're gonna get punished for stuff you say. Like 2020. Like it, it shows that like people you don't value the, the, the ability of humans to grow and learn from their mistakes. They want to penalize them and hold them to a penance uh, later on in their life, which is kind of crazy. Whatever. So John Gruden gets fired. Uh, the Raiders don't have a head coach. They're going through a whole thing, and I think they had Antonio Brown that season. Antonio Brown ends up like trying to get his like kicked off the team. He tries to freeze his feet off. So Derek Carr is dealing with the circus in Oakland, and I think they had just trans- transitioned to Las Vegas. So he's dealing with with uh, no head coach, moving to a new city, uh, leading receivers a nut job. His other receiver ended up killing somebody. Uh, <laughs> Henry Ruggs that that off season. It's just like he's dealing with the fucking clown show. So he, what does he do? He takes he still leads the Raiders to the playoffs. Still takes them to the playoffs that year. They, I mean, obviously they don't do anything, but they, he still leads them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This season, um, yeah, you know, yeah. they get the the clown Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is terrible. Dude, they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they lost a lot of close games. Yeah, Josh McDaniels is an absolute fucking jokester. Games. Uh, and so at the end, when they knew they weren't going to get in. Uh, they they decide to bench Derek Carr because in Derek Carr's contract, there's a clause that says if he fails the upcoming physical, I don't know when his physical is, I would imagine it's like in two or three months. If he fails that physical, he is fully guaranteed the contract that he was owed. So what does Oakland do? The guy that had led them with no head coach, had dealt, had come back from injuries, had played injured, had dealt with everything for that organization, they decide to sit him the last two games of the season. And pretty much told them to, to kick rocks. And that's how Oakland uh, does their business. And what's crazy is Carr, Carr's loyal. Yeah, he's super loyal. He's loyal on the team. He loves his fan base because he loves the Raiders. He put for like 20 years. I necessarily like his brother. His brother said that too. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, David. David Carr. Because he, he put for a different team. He's the best. Look at He's been loyal. He loves fans. He loves the team. He feels like a family, but team not feel like a family. Say, I buy that. Buy that. Like, you go find a team. Screw you. You suck. You bust. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He put his his heart his heart out. His last. Yeah, and 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 it it sucks to see because Derek is loyal, and that's all you could say. You can't you can't say. I mean, if you're an Oakland or a Las Vegas fan, you're like, oh, well, he just doesn't have it. Well, it's just like, I I, I didn't see it. You, It's funny. You've been on point this, this fucking episode, dude, like with saying stuff because you can't really piggyback off of any of it. Like, it's just like he had these these turmoils and he had these situations that he was in and he still found a way. And then the organization turned your back on him and he comes out and he's like, well, you know. You know, it's been a hell of a ride, yada, yada, yada. And it's just kind of one of those that's like, I don't think he was the problem. No. It was it was them losing games 21-19, to 21-18. You know, those, it wasn't his fucking fault. 
No. Well, I mean, if you look at his stats, he didn't play the last two games of the season, but he finished with 3,522 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. And you know what's Isn't crazy? Isn't that what Aaron Rodgers did? Rodgers threw for like 100 more yards, and I think he threw one more touchdown, and he threw two less interceptions. But this guy gets benched? That's crazy. I mean, I, I don't, don't know. That's crazy how you say that. Hey, you're bringing the truth, man. You're bringing the truth, and you're bringing, you're bringing, you're bringing the energy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're on spot. Hey, you got to look at what Josh one, McDaniels right? did with uh, with the Broncos. And if you look at that and what he did to that organization and how many oh. years it took for them to be actually relevant. Was, or I thought he was in Foxborough. Was he? No, oh, I thought yeah. he was the head coach with Tim Tebow for a little bit. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm pretty sure yeah, he was yeah, the yeah, head he coach with Tim Tebow way he's, back when. He's that old? There's I think no he way. He was first in the league, but that's when he was like, he's super like, he's young. like, he's like, he's I, like, I just remember him being on the Patriots, but I do remember a McDaniel somewhere in Denver. He's just like, he's like Mill Darius and became head coach. No way. But I just like if I say how Josh McDaniels had a fun team. Cause it, uh, yeah, he was the head coach from 2009 to, th- to 2010. Yeah, I remember that. How, I that really? Year, I didn't. I think I they didn't. fucking sucked. It went to the Patriots and won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. Yeah, I don't, I don't, okay, yeah, it makes sense. I remember him being on the Patriots. Now now you say that, I do remember him uh, on the Broncos staff. Well, That's on, crazy. Tim Tebow. Oh, Timmy Tebow. Uh, Timmy. So what else, man? What's going on? What's going on with Barcelona, bro, while, we're, while he's looking this stuff up? Oh. Why are you guys winning? What's going on with Real Madrid? Is it El Clasico? Oh, oh, oh we'll play it today. We'll play it today. Is it like, uh, what is it? It's like an Echo Cello something. It's like a cup. Uh-huh. Uh, my team won first place and won 51 points. And the Roman Twain lost three games, lost two, won 15 matches. I think my team is turn around. Are you ready Since, for this? Uh, what's his name? Savi. Our play for someone who's a legend. He's, he's a great manager for us. Well, that's good, man. Hopefully, I, we uh, Liverpool used to have that success, and now we don't anymore. We're uh, seventh place or eighth place. We I don't even think we're going to get in Europe. Champions is out of uh, out of for sure. Oh, we're going to get smashed unless, by Real unless, Madrid. Unless we sell our soul to the devil and we beat Real Madrid and Bernabeu, but I don't think that's going to happen because, uh, yeah, the quality and the class they have over there is a whole, is like miles ahead of what we have. But that's good, though. Yeah. What were you going to say, Christian? So check it. So in 2009, the Broncos finished 8-8. Eight and eight. That's not too bad. Uh, McDaniels was fired in the middle of the season. Uh, they went on to have a re- uh, franchise record. For single season losses, they went four and twelve that year. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and what 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 the Raiders go this year? Didn't they do the same? There, uh, no, no. I think the Raiders went what eight and nine or seven and ten. That's just uh, six and eleven. Six and eleven. Yeah. Damn. If you do about dog, you see half of Six and eleven. Damn, dude. But I guarantee you, you look up their losses, dude. A lot of those were fucking some bullshit this losses, is, man. McDaniel's isn't that guy. He's not some quarterback whisperer guru like he had Tom t- Brady in Foxborough. He had, I mean, the, I mean, when you have Tom Brady, Tom Brady brings a certain status and a certain mindset to your organization. That's why Jacoby Brissett. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo. That's why all these backup QBs are, are as good as they are because they come in when you're training with the greatest player to play the game at that position. Adage. You're going to pick up on those habits. You're going to be like, what made him so great? And you see his approach to the game, and you start picking that up. You turn those into habits. And, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're mediocre. You're going to have that mindset. You're going to come in with that same mindset that Tom Brady comes in with. And you're going to – I mean, you might be, obviously you're not going to have the same toolkit, but Tom Brady brings that to your organization. That's the first thing they said about the Buccaneers. They said that when, when Tom Brady came into Tampa Bay, they said the entire culture changed. They were like – Tom was like, why are you guys celebrating? We're not in the – he's like, this isn't the playoffs yet. Like – 
our goal is to go to the Super Bowl. Like that that was the mindset going in. And then the motherfucker would held he held practices with him and his receivers and his tight ends. Yeah. I think the offensive linemen were there too, most of them. His center was, I know for sure, because he was getting the snaps down, getting familiar with him. So and it's you hard know, to, to and, say that McDaniels was the reason when you have Tom Brady there. Yeah, and you know, and it's and that's just crazy. And, and so what do you think? So, okay, so you know, here's a different thing. What do the 49ers do with uh, Brock Purdy? Keep what do they do? Keep Obviously, they're going to let Jimmy G go, right? They oh, have Jimmy to. Super oh, but, but, so what about Trey Lance? Be, be, you spend a first-round pick on Trey Lance, and then you be, get he, Brock Purdy, who's mystery relevant. and He'd be a backup. No, he, he's not a backup. Who, no Trey shot. Lance? Yeah, yeah, no, Brock Purdy. You think or, he's I a mean, starter? No, 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 Trey, no, Trey, Trey Lance. Trey Lance doesn't have this offense that Brock Purdy inherited. You know, they didn't have Chris McCaffrey. At the uh, to start the so season. So do you think McCaffrey's made the difference for that oh, offense? I mean, if you look at how they use McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, but they pretty much like interchange them and they get the matchup they that's want. That's different. And, you know, it's just like a Purdy threw for three thirty two last night though and three touchdowns. He's hit. He's he, hit three hundred a couple games already. It, it's. I mean, he's, and it's he's, high he's he's great. I'm not trying to discredit what he's done, but he's definitely not the guy. Touchdowns. What? He's a first. Uh, it says that he's a first FL rookie that four touchdowns total. I think the playoffs as a rookie. But the Seahawks defense isn't that good. Yeah. If we would have if they would have played against us, obviously we would have lost, but it would have been like one of those Green Bay Packer losses where we lose like sixteen to twenty. You know what's crazy? Is that and you know, and then you guys talk about the defense or talk about Seattle and I just think about it. Man, they fucking won that trade, bro. Oh, they Russell. smashed that oh, yeah, trade. 100%. They're getting the twentieth pick, right? Or the twenty yeah. something pick. And then they're getting the Broncos pick at number five. Yeah, yeah, and number that could have been the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so if, I mean, do you guys bring back Geno Smith and uh, uh, go Tyree Wilson, our defensive player, to help that defense out since it's not the shit anymore, or do you guys go ahead and roll the dice and go get you a franchise QB, and then with the later on pick you can get uh, somebody on the defensive well, side of the ball? What do you do? Well, you look at who's there, or do you go uh, both available? defenses? Because both picks you know defense. for a fact that Chicago isn't drafting a QB. No. They're not drafting C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. They, 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 they ain't doing none of that. They're probably going to go and get them a. No way. Uh, they're probably going to go and get them somebody on that offensive line because that offensive line is absolute dog water. So I could see Chicago Bears trading back and acquiring some more picks to, to build that old line. What, yeah, because you don't want to waste the first round. Or pick. unless there's a defensive player I'm missing that's absolutely fucking going uh, bananas this year. Will Anderson that, that from design. Alabama. Alabama. Uh, okay, maybe, maybe Will Anderson goes. But I mean, but overall. still though. But I mean, it, it, but the best possible. it's just like they really do need offensive line help. And I I read on a lot of mock drafts they need O line help. But with the first pick, you're not with the number one pick. You're not going to select an offensive lineman you can get that's going to be there in the top five easily, yeah. and maybe a number five. So and defense then you could, right here. You could trade back with Seattle. Seattle goes up to number one. They take – I don't even know if you, you – know, I don't even think you trade with Seattle because Seattle can get a defensive player too at, at, that, at that pick. So do you, do you trade with uh, – because who's quarterback hungry? Who's, no, who's the number two pick? Uh, the Texans are definitely drafting a oh, quarterback. Yeah. So do you trade with the Texans and move back, or do you trade with somebody in the top five – or do you trade top ten and you're like, all right, you can – Get multiple first round picks and get the guy you still wanted in the top ten. I mean, you, yeah, that's what's kind of shitty about being the number one pick in the NFL. Is like if you're not if you're the Texans, you already know you're going Bryce Young. And that and, and we didn't talk about the Texans or CJ Stroud. We didn't if, talk if about. They don't that. want to. Or so just say a story from my guys. So to really tell you guys what had it all happened, and this is like one of the greatest fuck yous you'll ever see in the in the history of football. 
Did he know he was going to get fired, though? He knew he was going to get fired. Wait, who are about? They had had conversations about it, and he knew he was gone at the end of the season. Lovey Smith. So Lovey oh. Smith the Texans. gives oh, yeah, yeah. the Texans organization the biggest fuck you that you'll ever see. Texans are trailing the Colts, right? Or who yeah, are they playing? Yeah, the they're, they're playing the Colts. They're losing 30 to 29. Yeah, losing it, 30 to 29. They score yeah, a touchdown yeah, to get have, them right there. Right. So they kick a field goal. They go to OT, right? They might draw the game. But oh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So Lovey Smith calls for a two point conversion to end the game, uh-huh. and they and they win it. They they win it. They the uh, the Texans win it, and because the Texans win it, they lose the ability to draft number one overall, and they move they into that pick. second slot because um, the 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 Bears are actually were worse than they were, and so. It's just like a huge fuck you. Like, Lovey Smith knew he was going to get fired, went for two, and he cost them the first round overall pick, which is kind of – which is hilarious. <laughs> that's the best thing. Uh, that's the way to exit. Uh, that's the way to exit. Yeah. You know? That's well, that's why. But, oh, yeah. and, and, again, if you, you want got the, the parody in the NFL, uh, it's kind of unfair, and that's one thing they got land blasted over the course of – over the previous years was, like, not having enough black coaches Damn, for, you know, black that, head coaches. That shit's wild. <laughs> They go in, they hire Lovey Smith for a season, then they fire him when his leading or his quarterback is Davis Mills. Like, how yeah. is that fair? And then they don't got any weapons there besides Brandon Cook and Damian Pierce. Brandon Cooks. Hey, Pierce was nice. Yeah, and he's, they're going tra- to trade away Cooks Ricky. this year, too. So I wonder where he's going to. But if you're an organization, who, who needs a quarterback? Who can trade up to go draft a QB? I mean, they got so much money. I mean, yeah. Raiders are definitely I mean, going to be one of those teams drafting. Cause, cause, cause oh, yeah, they have they're going to be trading up. I was watching TikTok or Instagram. It said the Bears got $100 million cash base. They had a bunch of money to pick up for agent. Uh, I forgot to mention. But uh, Dick Hawkins, where, where here we go? Because I saw videos on three teams. I uh, want him for trade. The Bears are number one. Number two is Giants. And three is Patriots. He wants to play, uh, what's his name? Bell by check. That's what uh, he wants Ooh, to DeAndre play. DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah, it's a I wouldn't mind him in Green Bay though. No, he's too old. <laughs> okay, so the here's the draft order: you got the Bears one, Texans two, Cardinals three, Colts four, Seahawks five, Lions six, Raiders seven, Falcons eight, Panthers nine, Eagles ten. You know what? I'll make a bet with you guys: Titans eleven, Texans twelve, Jets thirteen, Patriots fourteen, Green Bay fifteen. Washington 16, Pittsburgh 17, and uh, number 18 is the Lions. So the Lions have the 6th and the 18th pick, dude. That's going to be a team. Oh, man. Yeah, Go ahead. the Lions are good. The, that, but the first 18, that, that's what I read off. That's set in stone. If if the Cardinals trade away Kyler Murray in this draft, I will be a Cardinals fan. Why? Why? Because that's ballsy. That so, is super so, fucking ballsy. So you're saying that is you want, moves. You want the Cardinal. So if the Cardinals trade Kyler Murray, you'd be a Cardinals. I fan. I would be a Cardinals fan. You would. You're no. You wouldn't. I would. Your I would. allegiance Dude, to I, Green I, Bay I, would I, be I, a Cardinals fan because that because you fired the head coach after giving him a contract or contract extension, right? So you said, "I don't care. We just paid you money. Get the fuck out of here." By doing that. You now expose what I think is the root of the problem, which is the quarterback situation. By trading him away, you pretty much effectively but to root though. canal that entire that entire problem that you have, that disease festering in your mouth. And Kyler Murray is part of the problem. He hasn't looked anything like he was advertised. 
I, I'm pretty sure if he went to baseball, he'd be a much better player. But he's too small. He can't see over his linemen, and he can't make the throws. So if they traded him, to me, that just shows that the organization has fucking grit, has balls. That's what you want to see. You want somebody at the helm of the ship leading you with with that type of tenacity and that type of confidence. Like, that's ballsy. So, you would really switch your loyalty? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. No, that's that's super dude. ballsy, dude. Hell yeah. Just because they trade a player? Okay, so what if Green Bay trades Aaron Rodgers? We'll never do that. <laughs> we have the opportunity. I'm just saying, what that. if we do? What if we do? You oh, stay I loyal mean, or yeah, what? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'd stay loyal. But, uh, but, yeah. You see what I'm saying, though? Like, to go into this offseason and just to effectively just cut the head off the snake and just be like, yeah, but fuck it. I don't, I don't, I don't think don't they would, though. Kyler Murray's too, he's too, uh, in their eyes, and being, if you're putting your, yourself in their, in their shoes, he's too valuable to them. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. that's what. I mean, I get what you're saying. How tall is he? Five eleven. I think five, he's like five eleven. Five. Yeah, they're, about five eleven. Five CJ Stroud's like five nine. Is he really? That's what they say. They're not Stroud. Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young's a little guy. Yeah, they say he's yeah, he, small. He's, he's, he's I think they he's said he's nice. like barely six foot. That's a lie. <laughs> they showed pictures of him and Kyler Murray like standing next to each other, and Kyler Murray like is an inch taller than him. Damn, so that I mean, means Kyler Murray is probably 5'10". Yeah. <laughs> so they're full of – yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I mean, overall, you know, you know, it's been a weird year. I'm glad that, you know, we ended 2022, you know, I guess on a high note to an extent. 2023 really haven't started off how we wanted Green Bay, you know, losing and, you know, Liverpool and looking like crap. But, you know, you got Aaron's run, don't you? So let's go ahead. We'll cut it here, guys, and uh, we're going to – We'll be gone for about a week or so. We are going to a little family trip to Mexico, going back to Cancun. Shout out to oh, mom me- and dad. Oh, Mexico. All going out to Mexico. So we're going to go enjoy that, hang out with the family and enjoy each other, drink it up and spend time with our nieces and just, yeah, and just love each other. And uh, we hope that you guys have a wonderful just 2023. Happy New Year to all you guys, by the way. Shout Happy out to the listeners all over the world. Yeah, thank you guys for still staying with us, man. We're going to obviously upload randomly, periodically, kind of wherever the chips may fall, man. But, yeah, thank you guys for being here. And uh, Oh, I would like to say, I would like to say one more thing before we end. John Jones is fighting March 4th against Ciro Gan for the heavyweight championship. It's already been tweeted out. So, is he getting his spell back? John Jones is, in my left ear. And John Jones signed an eight-year or an eight contract, eight fight contract deal. Oh, and also this is a shout out to you, uh, or not a shout out, but this is for you older listeners. We look, we churched it up for you guys. All right, I can't say what I want to say because I guess it's just too graphic and too uh, intense. But uh, yeah, yeah, he got, he got spanked. There got you spanked. go. He got spanked. No, I, I didn't get spanked. I'm, <laughs> next episode, I'm fucking going in. I don't give a fuck. All right, uh, he's talking about the old man. The old man. And I took a trip, and uh, there's some things said on the last episode that. The old man didn't like. So uh, we'll try to keep it, I guess, rated. Slava Ukraine. We'll keep, we'll keep it rated, what, TVMA? Mature audiences? Because you went, you, went, you went not rated, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, sometimes you got to be unfiltered. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's just, yeah, we'll see you guys Marquette, later. You uh, guys, 4844. You guys be careful, and let's just, you know, love each other. You guys be careful out there. Christian, what you got? You gonna end? See you guys later. I'll see you on the next episode. All right. Peace. Hunter? Boy, I'll see y'all again. Y'all be careful. God bless you. I'm out. Peace. Well, you guys, be careful out there. Love each other. Hug each other. Don't forget to just take care of each other out there. We are all that we need. We need each other, and we need to come together as one. You guys be careful, and God bless you guys. You guys have a good one. Peace.